Welcome to Couch to Coast, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. We are live. Alive and kicking. Can we say that? I know we they don't make be. they don't make that show anymore, do they? I quite I still love Alive and Kicking. I did. I oh, did alive well. and Kicking. Yeah, yeah, I did as well. I absolutely loved it. Was it Andy Peters? Yeah, Saturday morning. I'd go football in a Saturday morning and come home and watch Live and Kicking. And then see can you remember SMTV Live as well with Anton Deck and Kat Dealey? Mm, yeah, just about. And yeah. then the Big Breakfast on Channel 4. Yeah, Big Breakfast, Johnny Vaughan. Still listen to Johnny Vaughan on Radio X. Shout out to Johnny Vaughan. <laughs> if you listen to the show. the podcast. <laughs> you want to sponsor the podcast. Do you know what gets me about Andy Peters? Say again. Andy Peters. Do you know what yeah. gets me about Andy Peters? Go on. You, so he basically is the person. I know what you're going to say. He goes good, around the world. He goes around the world. Good morning, Britain. Fly yeah. him around the world to yeah. basically announce a competition. So yeah. he might go to the Maldives. Yeah. So they fly him out to the Maldives. He gets his holiday. He does 30 seconds of TV, yeah. advertising the, the, the giveaway, and then he probably jets off to Lapland because it's coming I know. to Christmas. I, know. I want his job. I definitely want he's got the, the he's got what I'm gonna say the easiest job because I can imagine travelling around the world is quite strenuous and not good for family time or whatever, but he has got a nice job. He has got a nice job. But it leads uh, me on to thinking we should run a competition and you should fly me around the world to <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you what. Well, that was a competition, and you can go to you can come to Stoke <laughs> to announce the competition. Ooh. I can go to Birmingham to announce the competition. It's not quite the same, though, is it? <laughs> Going to a cold night in Stoke on a Thursday no. and doing a competition. No, I think he was in Stockholm yesterday. I saw him all either today, and he was in Stockholm, and it was snowing, and he was making snowballs. I was like, that's yeah. not a job. Oi, Peters, <laughs> get a proper job. <laughs> get a proper job. Get a proper job. We're doing two jobs here. We're a po- we're doing a podcast, and you're running at Mini Athletics, and I'm running, being a, running at being a nurse. Full, trying to full be a time, nurse. full-time living going on, doing a podcast, doing our own running, family, looking after kids, being supportive partners. Peters, get a proper job. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> should we talk about running? Yeah, let's talk about running. He's, he's, quite, he's, he's into his fitness, Andy Peters is. I don't know if he does any running, but he goes to the gym. And apparently one of the things I can remember listening to him on the, he was on Radio X. Sorry, we'll, we'll stop talking about Andy Peters and we'll talk about running. But he says the one thing he has, I think, is every Sunday he treats himself to a, a McDonald's breakfast. So McDonald's, if you listen to the podcast, you can sponsor the podcast. Every, I mean, I'm every Sunday. Yeah, they are good. Breakfast. But as a treat, because he goes to the gym every other day, after the gym on Sunday, he goes and gets himself a McDonald's breakfast. And I think that's a really good way to keep you motivated, having a treat. Because I, I can remember either diet, if you're dieting or if you're looking after your nutrition, you still need to have your treats. Because otherwise... I do, I get it. Bored. But I think there's better things to have than a McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, there probably is. I, mean, yeah. I like a McDonald's breakfast. I yeah. mean, it, mind mind blown the other month when you have a McDonald's breakfast and you get the McDonald's breakfast, double sausage and egg muffin or whatever, the hash brown, you put the hash brown in the muffin mm. and then you have an extra hash brown. So your hash brown's in the muffin. 
That's a good shout. That is a good shout. I never thought extra of that. calories, extra treat. I'd go down that route, but I think there's better things I would have if I was Andy Peters. Yeah, yeah, there probably will be a lot more he could have. I don't and know. I he gets on when he's away. When he's away in different countries. Well, thing, I think he's a liar. Andy Peters, you're a liar. <laughs> God, oh God, we're going to be, we're going to be stuck. We're going to be going court. <laughs> he jets around the world. Are you telling me every Sunday as a McDonald's breakfast, there's a there's a McDonald's at the end of a Yeti in the Maldives? Not a chance. The, you, at the end of a Yeti or a Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> a Yeti's a big white thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Look. Well, anyway, back to running. Yeah, back to running. I think we've 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 abused Andy Peters enough. Anyway, back to the running. Get a proper job, Andy Peters. <laughs> I might have to bleep out the word Andy Peters like I did the other like the other week with the, the swear word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tag him in the post on social media. I'll call him out. Get a proper job after I've entered his competition. Yeah, yeah. Please let us win the competition or sponsor the podcast. It's up to you. So anyway, my running. Let's have a look at my running. So from last Thursday, I went out and did the session that you set me, the half marathon pace for five minutes, and then you two did and well. a half. I felt I felt good. I felt good because I haven't done a session like that for a, a while, actually, since before Manchester. Um, so I, I felt good actually. And when you said it looked good on on Strava, I was dead chuffed with myself as well. Yeah, yeah I, went down I wanted to, my- to see where you were at in terms of your Manchester marathon running and pacing, because obviously you'd had a, a few sort of refresher weeks, if you like, a bit of a lapse in your training. Yeah. Um. So I'll put you, was it four, five-minute intervals? Five, five, five minutes. Five, five-minute intervals at your at the pace that you run Manchester mm. Half Marathon at. And it come back really, really nice. I think, were you, were you blowing at the end of each five minutes? No, no, not really. I wouldn't say I was blowing. It was, it was, I wouldn't say it was easy, but I wouldn't say it was really difficult. It's um, a thresholdy. Yeah, I would, close to threshold. I went down and did my normal route. So I went down to the lake. I don't know if it's a lake or a pond. It's it's a big pond if it's a pond uh, around there. So it was – I enjoyed being down there actually because I can pace myself and I know when the next incline – it's only a small incline. So I would say I wasn't blowing. I would say good pace. Comfortably good, hard? Comfortably hard, yeah. Threshold then? Comfortably yeah. hard? Yeah, just about threshold. I'm happy with that. I think you did really well on it, to be fair. Yeah. I said that to you on Strava. You did. You did. I said, thanks, coach. So that was on the Thursday, I want to say. Uh, went out and did part run on the Saturday with Combined Run Club. Um, there was a few of us that went to to Trenton Gardens. Um, and I did that. And I did that in 27 minutes. I think it took relatively easy. Um and there was a fair few people there from Combined Run Club, so it was nice. And then Sunday, it was my first race since Manchester Half. Wilmslow. Uh, Wilmslow. But a big, before we move on to Wilmslow, shout out to the people that did the um, Cheddleton Pudding Run, because that was the last race of the North Stash Roadrunners. We'll come on to that in a bit, but well done to everybody that ran. And there were some people that did double runs, so they did this... The, Pudding run. There were 10k on the Saturday at Cheddleton, and then went back and did Wilmslow 10k. So shout out to them people. Commitment. It was commitment. Yeah, it is commitment. So one person being Peter Gibbs, Louise Gibbs did it. There was quite a few people that did that. So well done to you guys. But Wilmslow, yeah, um, I enjoy this race. It is a good race to run. It's, it's flat, although it's not 
really flat. There are some up and downs. There's a there's a quite a sharp incline around about eight and a half kilometers in. Um, but I've got a first time around there. Obviously, I got a PB. I think it was like fifty two minutes thirty. Last year, I got another PB. I got fifty minutes twenty four. So it was a bit like, ah, can I get under fifty minutes? I uh, woke up in the morning, had my normal routine of me. Witabix with a splash of skim milk and my protein rebel. So I had that. Um, got myself to Wilmslow uh, and met a few people there. Met on the way. So I, don't, I didn't ask her name to be fair. She, it was a, a, a lady with a, with a son um, dressed up as an elf. And she was asking the me. The son people, was dressed up as an elf. No, the girl was dressed up an elf, as an elf. Uh, was so she was dressed up as? He wasn't dressed up. I don't think he was running. He was just there to support. Um, so I, I was talking to her because I got parked and, and, and she was asking if anybody else dresses up because I was dressed up. I was dressed up as Santa. I had my red cape on with my red shorts. Uh, I did message you and say, are you actually going to run like that? <laughs> they were The shorts that I was wearing were actually boxer shorts. I bought a couple of years ago but never actually wore them. Um, so I wore them with cycling shorts underneath. And then I had, a, I had a Christmas hat, a Santa hat, and a Santa beard. So she was asking me, I can't see anybody else dressed up apart from me and you. And I says, don't worry. There will be loads and loads of people dressed up. And there was. So it, it is a really good run because people get dressed up it's just before December. Um, and I was just with Santa. There was quite a few Santas there. I think I was probably... Was the winner up. dressed up? No, but there was some elite. I didn't see them. But when they were announcing it, they were saying that most of the time, the elite runners don't dress up, but there was a couple that were dressed up this time, but I don't think the winner was dressed up. Um, so set off, there was, again, It was com- there was a lot of people from Combined Run Club. So Pete Melgate, Julianne Kettle, Beth Blair, Nat Larvin, um, Neil and Jenny Reynolds. So there's quite a few people from Combined Run Club that ran with us. Um, and I saw a couple of them before the race and loads from Stoke Fit as well. So had a photos of Stoke Fit. Uh, and then, we went off and got running and smashed it, I would like to say. Kept my pace, kept in front of the 50 minutes. I started, I thought to myself, right, I want to get under 50 minutes. So the 50 minute guy, the pacer was behind me. I had my phone, my, my watch set. So I had my paces set on my watch, which I learned that from doing that in Manchester. And I thought I'll try it again. 50 minutes crept up on me, but I stayed in contact with them. And then at the end, uh, I sped away from them and got 49 minutes and 50 seconds. So oh. another PB. So thirty-four seconds off. off my, my it's PB's good. PB. It's good. It's good. I think it's a nice little. Uh, it's a nice little confidence booster, isn't it? Really? It was, yeah, a massive confidence boost because, I, like I say, since Manchester, I haven't really done a lot of nah. sessions. It's, I have done. I have been doing running. Yeah, I've been doing running. I have been running, but not to the point of where I've been consistently running all the time. So it was a good confidence boost. Yeah, and I think to be fair, what it's done is it's given us that confidence. I think that we can get you running at the right sort of pace that we need to to improve your threshold, uh, your lactate threshold, and we can make sure that we're in a position where we're developing some running strength between now and Christmas. So yeah. if we can develop a bit of running strength between now and Christmas, I think what we can do then is give you the opportunity to <clears throat> sort of relax a little bit more yeah. over the Christmas yeah. period. Yeah. And if we can just focus on the main thing over the Christmas, being consistently sort of getting out 
um, without the pressure, really, because obviously the social events and things. Mm. We're still holding on to quite a good level of fitness that after Christmas we can start thinking about the marathon and we know sort of where you're at at that point before we do start that proper marathon block. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it, it, Christmas this time of year, and I put I actually pull a blog out there um, on Instagram for people that are interested in reading my blog. There is a there is a blog out there talking about keeping keeping motivated during the winter months, purely because it is such a hard time to go out and run there. It's cold, it's frosty. For example, now I'm looking outside and it looks like it's been snowing, but it's just frost, cold, dark nights. Um, there's a lot of festivities going on, so there's a lot of social events going on out there. So tonight, for example, I'm going to watch my niece in a, in a play, and then I'm going out with with the football lads for a curry tomorrow. So there is a lot of festivities going on, but if you can keep consistent, it's really, really good to try and keep that consistency. And that's what I want to do over this Christmas period is because when my training starts in January time, after the wedding probably, um, I will be hitting it with my marathon training, so getting that. Yeah, I think because I want to get I want to get a PB because this year in 2023 I managed to get a 5k PB, a 10k PB, and a half marathon PB. Yeah. So I'd love to get my marathon PB next year. I think the thing to think about the motivating factor I think when you think about you running over Christmas, um, especially when you've got a marathon lined up in spring, is the more you can do over the christmas period the easier that training block's going to be it yeah. gives you that sort of not a head start because you're not getting a head start on anything it's like you're not you're almost like the the the, the better the better you can, more you can keep consistent you're starting from a better point yeah it should all feel a little bit easier that first speed session's not going to feel as disgusting as it could do yeah uh, building the miles up is a bit easier because if we lose all sorts of level of consistency over christmas we can't get you up to the high volumes that we want to be um where we're going to get you to your marathon mileage yeah. we don't want to be at marathon mileage straight away obviously but what we don't want to do is have to spend the first six weeks of that block getting you up to a semi-decent mileage we want yeah. to be able to confidently know that we're not asking the body to do too much because it's the training for a marathon that is the hard part we've said this before yeah. And I think if you can keep that consistency going, it just gives us that sort of nice, big, steady sort of base to start from rather yeah. than starting from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to do because it, I said it before a couple of weeks ago, it's really hard to get your fitness, but it's really easy to lose your fitness. Um, yeah. and, yes. it's, and, and But I don't want to get to a point of where I injure myself or I get to a point of where I start to lose my mojo because I'm out running all the time and lose motivation because – I'd rather be doing something different and but just trying to keep some sort of consistency yeah. uh, is really important. And that's the sort of thing, if you, if you don't put in a, a certain level of consistency over this Christmas break coming, when we do start your marathon block, it, it can be a bit of a shock to the system. And mm. then you do pick up the little niggles, uh, the little muscle strains and aching bodies. So what yeah. we need to do is just probably keep that going. And that should be the focus over the Christmas period. If ever you're thinking, oh, I haven't got time to run, Go out for 20 minutes, go out for 30 minutes because that's better than nothing and it just keeps the body in that sort of state of training, if you like. Yeah, yeah. So that's my running over last week. Really happy 
because that's three years in a row where I've got a PB at Wilmslow. Uh, managed to knock over two years. I managed to knock over two and a half minutes off. So clearly shows that I'm getting faster and fitter and the, the training is working, which is nice yeah, to see. Um, and I've got a session planned for this afternoon when I finish. When I finish. We're doing this on a Friday, by the way, guys. Um so we've got that planned and then Saturday part run again probably I think it'll be out with Stoke Fit because they do their roaming so they go to different places on the first roaming first, roaming or what's it called touring Tor- touring that's the one I can't think of the word <laughs> roaming a bit of roaming don't they <laughs> a bit of roaming part, a bit of part run roaming that's a new word there you go I'm going to make I'm going to make it that stick and then in a couple of years time when we start talking about part run part run ro- roaming I'm going to say ha see that's what I meant uh, yeah. but yeah part run, part run tourism on that one. no I'm not part run tourism so we're, I think we're going crew I think the first time. I think it's an the anniversary of the first time that Stoke Fit did the tourism, and I think that was the first place that they went to. So crew. I think I'll, yeah, so crew. So I'm going to go there with them, hopefully on tomorrow morning. They need to come down this way. I know we are going. We are planning on doing. We are going to come down that way. Uh, I'm not sure when it will be, but we will be hopefully move, moving towards that way. And then Sunday, I haven't got anything planned, any running, but I might go out and just do a bit of easy running. You have got running. I've put you on for Sunday. Have you? I've, I've looked at my connect. There's nothing on there. You've got 70 minutes easy. Oh, right. Okay, then. I'm going to have a look now. Just to check. Go on. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, yeah, there is. Ah, yeah, there is. Ah, oh, there is. Okay, 70 what he done there, listeners, is he wouldn't have run on Sunday. He went, well, I didn't have anything in my plan. <laughs> <laughs> there is a plan. There is something in my plan. You may, not be, you may not be paying for this coaching, but it's there, Rob. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> Calling me bad names on here. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's the running planned uh, for this week, potentially. Um, we'll see how we get on. Uh, so, how's your running going? Now you're back running. Yeah, um, so I've had a couple of things to contend with. Obviously, I had the uh, sort of the hospital uh, th- things going on with my mom uh, yeah. the week before we did that. She's back to yeah, she, she to say she's at home. She's uh, recovered nicely from her, her operation and Good. adapted to the new lifestyle with the changes that she's had to go through. Um, but she's back home, which is good. good. So that's meant that I can sort of settle back into my new routine. Um, and obviously I had the sort of little bit of a setback with an injury. So that's, those are the two things that have sort of hindered me in the last month. Um, so my big focus in the last sort of week since we last did the episode has, has been to get that consistency back. Um, and I'm pleased to report it's going quite well. Um, I've, I've pretty much done all the runs I should. So I did last Thursday, I did a nice 40 minute easy run. And I sort of said to myself, on the easy runs, I'm, I really want to focus on uh, practicing what I preach, really, and that's to bring my easy pace down mm-hmm. so I can really focus on getting the hard sessions hard and the easy stuff easy. And I think it's really important going into marathon training block in the new year that you use the easy run as an opportunity for the legs to recover so that you can go after the harder sessions because that's where the, the work is done really. So my easy runs, I'm trying to keep them quite easy, not worrying about mileage or pace at all really. Um, 
not looking at heart rate so much, but just making sure that not on a on a, a level it feels easy. Um, so I did forty minutes easy on Thursday. Then on Friday I did a descending tempo session. So that was um, basically three blocks of tempo nine minutes seven minutes and five minutes with a two minute jog recovery um and and did four harder interval or harder reps at the end just 30 second reps um and the intervals were sort of done uh the 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 nine the seven and the five were done at about six minute mile so i'm still holding on to that uh, half marathon pace quite well mm-hmm. um a little bit like yourself like i've i've had a bit of a setback but it still feels i mean it probably isn't completely there over the full half marathon distance yeah but i still feel i can run at that pace and it's not too um difficult comfortably hard is, yeah. is where it wants to be so that's good um and then Sunday long run. My long runs are only sort of around about an hour at the moment because it's um, really important after having a bit of a setback, sort of taking two weeks off from the injury that I don't sort of load up too quickly. Yeah. Um, so I'm building that up gradually. So Sunday I did an hour easy, um, which was nice. I went and did show us your baubles. Um Went and stood in that big. Oh, ball. that is a, that is a big bauble. It was a big bauble, weren't it? Very so big. I, I went down. I, I was quite surprised with that. You were showing off your big bauble. I was my big twinkly <laughs> bauble. I was quite surprised with how big it actually was. To be fair, um, I came around the corner because Rach told me where it was. She'd be, she'd seen my big bauble before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went down there, knew roughly where it was. And as I came round, because it was the sun was sort of just coming up, obviously darker mornings and that now. Um, I came round the corner and it was just glowing. The corner of the street was just glowing, so I was like, "It's going to be round here somewhere," <laughs> and it's massive. So I'm, I'm not as tall as you, Rob. Obviously, not many people are. Um, I'm just under six foot, and there was a you could stand up straight in there. This bauble was huge. Um, took a few photos of the bauble, me inside. Took a few outside. Um, was going to ask a passerby to take a photo of me, but I don't like doing that really. <laughs> Give them, giving someone your phone and asking them to take a picture. I mean, I'm, I'm fast. I'd have called I was them. Gonna say, I was going to I'm sure you could catch them up. <laughs> but it's just that awkward moment if they do decide to run off with your phone, isn't it? <laughs> so I just took selfies. Um, so I've done Show Us Your Bauble, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Some good entries. Um, and then Monday... Easy with strides. Tuesday was another session uh, similar to yours. I had four uh, five-minute threshold reps. Again, paces for the the reps were around about six-minute mile, just under six-minute mile, um, and that they were done off. Um, I think it was two minutes recovery. Um, so feeling good on the workouts, really. Um, feeling very good. Um, and then yesterday I was supposed to do forty minutes, but my mum had an appointment with a nurse to follow up after her operation. So I just, I just, I could have, I could have jacked it in. I could have not done the run, but I just went out and did 30 minutes. I, I had, I, I planned to do the 40 minutes and leave my parents and run down to where the girls do their swimming lessons. But I only had half hour. I just thought to myself, do you know what? I'm going to do the half hour. I'm not going to jack it in. I'll just do the 30 minutes. And I felt good for it. Uh, That's what Kieran said on last week's five of the listeners. He said to 
if you ever have that opportunity, if obviously if if you can go and do a run, and that's what he yeah. does, and that's why he's on one thousand seven hundred odd days worth of running because yeah. it's not always long runs; it's just no. going out whenever you can. I think it's quite easy to have a look at your plan and go, "Oh, I've got sixty minutes, or I've got forty minutes," and then something comes up in the day, and you go, "I ain't got forty minutes," mm. but you might have had twenty. Yeah. Put your kit on. Keep your kit handy, as Kieran said. And I think yeah. it's one of them. Just always be ready to be able to say, look, do you know what? I, I've got a workout to do. You don't have to do necessarily the planned workout because something is better than nothing. So I yeah. did. I was quite proud of myself. Like it, it was dark. It was cold. It was, you know, getting on in the day. And I thought I could easily just not do this 40. But I went and did the 30. I was going down the villa last night as well. Um, so like, I'm going to feel better mm. if I get this run done um so when i got that done and here we are here we friday are. morning mm-hmm. uh well friday afternoon i've got a nice session to go and do this afternoon after this so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw my kit on and try and get out before it gets dark and the pavements get icy and on that note i just want to say to people if you are running outside in the dark where you have got sessions try and think about the conditions because it is getting a bit slippy underfoot now you need to be careful mm-hmm. out there Definitely, definitely. And I went out. To, I went out this morning to take Arthur school, and Emily landed on my derriere a couple of times. It is very, very icy. Yeah, it's, it's getting it's getting into that period of time where we need to start thinking about uh, wearing your fluorescent clothing, making yeah. sure that you've got the right trainers on. I mean, a good tip is if you've got a session to do on the roads and it is looking a bit slippy, don't feel like you've got to put your you know your racing flats on or your trainers if you've got shoe rotation. If you've got if you've got a pair of trail trainers on, stick the trails on because they've got a bit yeah. of better grip and and just put in the effort level. Keep yourself honest on the run um, because that will do just a good same amount of uh, training effect for you. It hasn't always yeah. got to be a perfect workout because some workouts are better than none, you know. Yeah, and on that note, I suppose normally I say on that note we and we end the show, but we're not going to end the show here. And on that note. Uh, are we going to say what we're doing next week? Talking about fluorescent clothing and... Yes. So last year, um, in our infancy, we did a Christmas wish list or shopping list for runners. We did. Um, and it was quite successful. I enjoyed the episode. Mm. Um, it's where the famous chub rub came from. Oh, yeah. uh, chubbing in the bath. <laughs> chubbing in the bath. Chubbing yeah. in the bath. Uh, if you haven't listened uh, to that episode, guys, go back to that episode just before Christmas. Uh, yeah, I think me and Ben, just I think about five minutes worth of just laughing. Just laughing of chubbing <laughs> in the bath. It, uh, it's where we first started talking about ice baths, which we both yeah. now yeah, proudly own. Um, yeah. And we talked about, I think we had Adidas Boston's, we talked about Christmas lights, Yeah, we bought some books in there. So we will be doing a special episode next week. We'll be doing the 2024 to, well, 2023 to 2024 shopping list or wish list for Christmas for runners. So if you are a runner, good way for you to put some stuff on your Christmas shopping list and tell your loved ones what you'd be wanting for Christmas. If you are the partner or family member of a runner, it's a good chance for you to hear what we recommend buying for Christmas. There's going to be something on there for everybody, all price ranges. And we'll do that as a special episode next week. And if you've got any suggestions of what we should feature in that Christmas list, reach out to us, let us know. Um, 
if you've got if you've bought something this year that you think I want everybody to know that I've got this and I think everybody else should buy this please get in contact with us via Instagram at couch to coached or via email at couch to coach at couch to coached at outlook.com and I Facebook. guess if you work for a brand or a company of any type of running merchandise and you're listening to this and you think your product is worthy of our very special shopping list because not everything gets on there if you think you're worthy of it give us a shout and we'll see if we can put you on the shopping list for a fee i didn't say that i didn't say that for a fee <laughs> well, i didn't say it uh... the accent give it away a little bit there <laughs> Yeah, if, you have, if you've got any suggestions, please let us know um, because, like I say, we might forget something. Uh, so do let us know. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. And on that note... No. Oh. I've just thought, not on. on that note, I want to just drop this in. Um, I don't know if anybody is a fan of this podcast this one or yeah are you a fan of this podcast Rob yeah, yeah. it's alright isn't it yeah we've got some listeners people yeah the Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players if you like what you hear in this episode please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running we're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing we rely on you the listeners to get the word out there about this show so please whilst you're listening remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings finally you can stay up to date with all things cows to coast over on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok just search for couch to coached Strava leaderboard. Let's have a look at the Strava leaderboard this week. So this week, um, from Monday to Sunday, in third spot with fifty-five point three miles is well done to Tony Brown. Um, and Tony features in the Couch to Coach Challenge shortly as well. So well done, Tony. In second spot with fifty-seven point eight miles. Another a friend to the show. I saw him on Sunday. He did Wilmslow, and I finished just behind him actually, with fifty-seven point eight miles. Well done to Ken Shenton. Ken, yeah, the big Ken Shenton. I could, we were running, and um, I, I didn't see him. I ran, and he came up. He came. I came up the side of me, or by by, by behind me, or somewhere. He says, "Hey, up, bigger!" <laughs> Made me jump. <laughs> carried, oh. on, carried on running. Did he have a bagel in his hand? No, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> And then top of the shop with 60.1 miles, we have Martin Pratt. So well done to Martin. And this week, uh, in third spot with 29.8 miles, we have Mr. Kieran Bedford. So well done to Kieran. In second spot with 30.6 miles, we have Jared Horn. So well done, Jared. And top of the shop with 33.1 miles, we have Martin Pratt. So well done to Martin Pratt. So well done, everybody, for this week. Um, if you want to feature on the Strava leaderboard, please do get out there, uh, get running, join the Strava leaderboard. If you haven't done so, it is the it's the Couch to Coached uh, podcast run club. 
So come and join us. I think we've got 161 members now. So we're ever increasing. So please come and join us. Martin and Pratt's doing some miles, isn't he? He is. He features quite heavily, doesn't he, with his... With mm-hmm. his. Martin, if you're listening to the show, which I hope you are, if you're on the Strava leaderboard... You better be. If you're not, get out the leaderboard. <laughs> if you're listening to the show... Top. We had this with it. We had this a couple of months ago, didn't we? We had to boot somebody out of the Strava leaderboard because he weren't listening. But Martin, I'm sure you are. Let us know what you're training for, if you're training for anything specifically. Okie doke. Shall we have a look at shout out of the week? Shout out of the week. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Go um, shout out of the week for me this week is for two people. Oh. Two people. Um, uh, the, everybody that listens to the show will now know that we um, obviously are ambassadors of a certain road running association, the yeah. NSRRA, North Staffs yep. Roadrunners. Yep. Um, and it's a season long competition that finished at Cheddleton 10K this past weekend, as Rob mentioned earlier. Um, and there was a fiercely contested battle. There was. In Group A between two gentlemen, uh, Sam Crozier and Carl Moulton. Yeah. Um, the battle went down to the wire. Oh, well, we, talked, we talked about it, didn't we, Ken, a couple of weeks ago, that if they carried on doing what they were doing, it was going to go down to the last race, and it went down to the last race. And it went down to the last race, and... They still can't be separated. They can't, no. So, <laughs> shout out of the week from me is Sam Crozier and Carl Moulton. And we have decided that we're going to set up a 200-meter lap, which they both <laughs> have to run, and the winner takes all. No, we're not. But how good would that be, though? It if would we just be, got yeah. them on locker. Ken... I know you're listening to the show because you listen every week. New rule for North Stars Roadrunners this year is because it's a split decision. They have to go to a park run and they have to slog it out to see who wins. <laughs> Let's do it. Tiebreaker. So, yes. in the, so in Group A, they've both got 594 points with an average of 49.5. So Sam Crozier and Carl Moulton, uh, which is absolutely incredible. And well done, and, and well done to Kieran Prince, Kieran Prince as well, who came third with an average of forty-seven point eight. So, so in well theory, done. does he come second, Kieran Prince? Well, yeah, yeah. In so, the, theoretically, yeah, he's second place. Yeah. So in third, in third space, it's uh, Simon Fawcett, who's unattached. He's not actually with a running club with forty-seven point four. Uh, so yeah, so they're the top three. Simon Fawcett, Stoke fit mate. Yeah, get yourself, get, yourself, get yourself attached to Stoke Fit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but it's, it 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 shows it's got a good competition. That's how much it it's goes fantastic. down to. Similar to Group F, actually, um, we're doing loads of shout-outs this week. By the way, by the way, by looks of it, but in third spot uh, in my group, it went down to the last race um, with Peter Gibbs and James Tutton, and they again. Both couldn't be separated. They both got how many points did they get? They both got five hundred and sixty points with an average of forty six point seven. And Peter just pipped um James at the post to get third in the in the in our league. Uh 
So they both got promotion for next year because they both came. So they, to were, they were proper racing there if it were just yeah Cheddleton. Yeah, so they were pro- yeah. So the last race at Cheddleton, like I say, sorry, the last race was they he got uh, Pete got forty eight points and and James got forty seven. So Pete came third and James came fourth, but he was just I think it was a couple of seconds behind. James was so wow. Uh, so there's going to be four that go up. So Mark Willett, Steve Plant, Peter Gibbs, and James Tutton next year. So. Fantastic! I mean, it's brilliant isn't it? the the competition you get in the in each group, and it's yeah. not it's not going to be an easy job for friend of the show Ken to put them group tables together next season. Definitely not. It's not going to be easy. No. My shout out of this Go week. On. Who we have it? Uh, is again, she is she. So I'll give it away. She is attached to NSRRA, so she runs with Trenton Running Club. Um, and you'll be hearing her later on in the show because she's our father with a listen this week as well. But Izzy Shaw, she won the ladies' group, Group L, uh, with an average of, get this, 50 points. Easy, so well yeah, done. So she got 50 points, an average of 50 points. She got 600 points in total. So every every race, she did 17 races, but the 12 races that were allocated, that, that was picked for her to be, obviously, get points, she won every single race. Um, wow. So I think she, she came sixth at All Sage of Five, came second at Utox to Half, uh, second at Flying Fox, but every other race, she won, smashed it. So that's someone that you can tell just by league finish her placements each race. She's got better and better as the year's gone on. Yeah. So Summit's paid off with her training there, which yeah. is fantastic. Really, really well done. And Amanda Kelly, again, came second, and Joanne Stanfield came third. So well done to Amanda and Joanne as well. Well done, they, ladies. They um, they smashed it. But um, what we'll do is, either in, between, Christmas, between now and Christmas or in the new year, we'll get Ken back on the show, and we can have a whole episode talking about North Stash Roadrunners and how it finished in the end and things leading up to the award ceremony because we are going to be sponsoring one we're going to be sponsoring team of the year which I'm not going to spoil I'll probably save that for when Ken comes on although I yeah. think everybody knows who's won it anyway but we're going to be sponsoring team of the year at the awards this year so yeah before we move on from North Stats Roadrunners um, I'm just going to respond to last week's challenge laid down by Kieran Bedford officially respond to the challenge Kieran you're on mate I'm entering <laughs> and the challenge is official it's happening <laughs> Don't start slacking now, mate. <laughs> it's happening. It's Challenge happening. accepted. Oh, here we go. It's going to be fun. We've got a couple more shout-outs, not from us, but from other people. And they are both related to North Stats Roadrunners, actually. So we've got one from Paula Anderson. So Paula listens to the show. She says, Rob and Ben, can I have a shout-out to Louise Gibbs? We are both in the same NSRRA age group, and Cheddleton Christmas Pudding 10K was to be decided for third place with one point between us. It was in the balance. Louise is fearless on the downhills and I have the edge on the uphill climbs. I managed to take advantage on the final loop when Louise caught me at the bottom of the hill. I built on that and during the final climb, I built on that during the final climb, then I'd taken a leaf out of her book, sprinted down the last hill. Massive thank you to Louise for being a great competitor and pushing me on to run my second fastest 10K madness with the three hills in 
Cheddleton. I'm going up in an age group next year, but we still encourage and we still encourage and push each other. So well done to Paula for getting third, but also well done to Louise as well for for pushing mm-hmm. Paula. And then la- I've got another shout out. So this comes from Alicia Gilbert. Alicia, give us a shout. She gave a shout out last week. She's doing another one this week. This shout out. She says, "Morning, me again. Any chance I can put in another shout out for my husband Kieran Gilbert, who has been promoted to A in NSRR race. So he's got a promotion from Group B." going from F, so my group, to A in three years, which is incredible. So Yeah, that's amazing. Massive, massive shout-out to, to Kieran. Uh, and I, I responded, wow, absolutely, yes. F to A in three years, there is hope for me then. <laughs> yeah, it's a great achievement. I remember running crew with Kieran, um, mm. and he's such a strong runner, yeah. really, really strong runner. Um, he... He, I think that's crew was the two lapper just after the first lap he overtook me and he put some distance between us and I think um, it was it was a really good race but he's, he is a very very strong runner Kieran so well deserved really good stuff yeah. you can see his training's paying off as well yeah definitely definitely This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. You go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. Shall we do Couch to Coach Challenge? Show me your baubles. What was the jingle for Couch to Coach Challenge? Oh, yeah. Couch to Coach Challenge. Couch to Coach Challenge. That was the one. Couch to Coach Challenge. Couch to Coach Challenge. There you go. Anybody's That's how it's out If anybody is musically talented out there and fancies <laughs> doing us a jingle for any of these sections on the side without expecting money in return, please do so because... <laughs> It's getting increasingly more difficult as we do these features. Like we've got a shopping list coming next week. I don't know what we're going to do there. There's got to be a jingle involved. So if anybody yeah. wants to create a jingle for any of these sections, we will give you a special shout out, uh, and we'll even give you the you know nothing in return. We could use a supermarket sweep catch for the jingle. See what I mean? Get out. Did, See what did, I mean? That's if the any, spark of sweep. How did I remember that? If anybody is musically talented, please <laughs> just send us something. 
just send us. I'm, I might just get the kid. I might just buy the kids like a a tambourine for Christmas and just get them to make <laughs> some jingles for us. It's getting painful. It's painful. Quick, let's move on. Show Moving us your on. baubles. Show us your baubles. So we've had a fair few people do it this week. So we went from. Hardly anybody doing it last week when Paul Hall and, uh, and somebody else, Dan Mulliscroft, did it with um, The Great Escape to quite a few people in the last couple of days as well. I think um, we've noticed a, a trend that the, yeah. the challenges where you can do them as a group, they yeah. they are better. Where they you can do them with better, people, yeah. they, they tend to be better received. So our error, we're not afraid to admit it. And with no. Dark Nights, the challenges are going to be things you can do as a group. Yeah, um, We'll talk about next week's challenge in a minute. But go on. Who was the winner? So I'm just going to go through who actually entered this no. one. Who was the winner? Oh, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> Forget the rest of them. Who's the winner? I'm only joking. Go on. So to start off with, it was you. You did yours with a big, big massive bauble. With me massive I bauble. kind of entered doing Wills, though, dressed as Santa, although it's not decorations. I was still, I was decorated. So that's my, that's my entry. Then we had Tony Brown who came and he didn't, he said he went out and there wasn't many decorations out there, but he did see a festive dinosaur. So well done for Tony yeah. for seeing the festive dinosaur. And then Sally Hallows went out with Stonemaster Marathoners checking out the high, the high street and stone their, their Christmas trees. And then Jackie Bailey with Stonemaster Marathon again with pictures of Christmas trees when they did the turkey trot. Kieran Bedford went out for snacks, but also did some pictures of uh, show us your baubles, ran around a random housing estate, so and saw these beauties. So a couple of houses, really well dressed up. Louise Gibbs with Stoke Fit went out and they took a picture outside San Jeeves, which is a curry house with loads of lights. And one of the runners, Neil Gerard from the previous day, he is a guy who's a handyman and he actually put some house, some lights up for a house, so took a picture outside of his handiwork. Joe Cordal went out on frosty morning, saw some, saw some uh, nice lights. Paul Hall kind of cheated, but although he didn't, because he didn't technically say he didn't, he had to see them, so kind of didn't cheat but he took he, he, he put a picture off google of a really well decorated decorated you're better than that mate <laughs> uh, libby manifold again went out and actually took four photos but one of them was a blurry mess so we couldn't see it so she did put that one on but the winner this week is uh, carrie abbott who i don't actually know i don't think Correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie. I might know you. If I do, apologise. But she went, show us your baubles. It was... Embarrassing if you do know. I know, yeah. Can you imagine? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I do. I'd love um, it if she does. I'd love it if you know each other. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Kerry. Carrie. Carrie, not Kerry. Carrie. Carrie. Well, Carrie. I definitely don't know her then. <laughs> but she sent a picture of a really nice house, really well-dressed, well-decorated. And it says the garden is decorated and you can open to go into as well. So... Oh. Um, she is the winner this week. So, Carrie, get in contact with us. First and foremost, let me know if I do know you, if we've met before. I do apologise if we have, um, but I don't recognise the name. Um, and also let us know where you live. And I need to send out... And where is this house? And have the and owners gone to Paris and left a 12-year-old boy at home on their own? Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> it's almost time. Yeah, it is. It's almost I time. watched Elf the other day, so that's my first Christmas film watched. My two have been watching The Grinch on repeat. Oh, yeah. Not even the real Grinch with Jim Carrey, the, the um, animated oh, version. the animated one. I've seen that yet. It was lovely when we first got him to watch it, but now it's every single... And Billy, my two-year-old, she keeps going, Max! 
Just <laughs> shouting the dog's that name. a very good impression. Yeah. Max! Yeah, doing all that. So she just walks around the house going, Max! <laughs> so, well done to Carrie. Get in contact. Let us know where you live. And we I can get you your, prez, your prize out. I need to send Tony's out and Paul's. They are on the way as well, guys. Yeah. So, well done. Well done to everybody entering. Well it's, done, it, it is everyone. really good when people enter the competition. And it's, it's not a competition, it's a challenge. Enter the challenge because I love seeing them. When people send them in on the Strava on the Strava discussion board, it makes my day when I see people actually yeah. getting involved. It's, it's quite nice and it's lighthearted. There's yeah. some good entertainment value in there if people yeah. aren't cheating, Googling <laughs> photos off the internet. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's nice. It nice to right. see the community we created there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So... I set that challenge last week, so go on. You've got a challenge. Let us know what your challenge is. This week's challenge is... Dun, drum roll. Dun. Drum roll, please. Is doing a Bedford. Do the Bedford. Everybody, yeah. get yourselves ready to do a Bedford. <laughs> so what needs to happen this week is you need to get your running kit on the back of the sofa. You need to get a running kit in a bag and take it to work with you. You need to get a running kit and leave it in the car. You need to do whatever you need to do so that when the time comes and you need to run to the shop for snacks, you've got your running kit. Or just do it in your jeans and your shirt or your suit, whatever you're in. Run to the shop, get your snacks, record it as an activity on Strava, take a photo of said snacks and you with said snacks and title it I've just done a Bedford on the Couch to Coached Running Club on Strava. Title it, I've just done a Bedford. And the winner this week is going to either be the person that gets the best snack or the person that runs with the most snacks. And special prize for anybody that does it specifically for an item on our shopping list. The item on the shopping list is a Terry's Chocolate Orange. This is property to supermarket sweep. <laughs> there you go. Next time you're at the supermarket and you hear the beep. Beep, beep. Think about the fun you can have it on on supermarket sweep. The fun sweep. you can be having on supermarket <laughs> Hello, shoppers. <laughs> anyway, oh, do a Bedford. Challenging you all to go and do a Bedford. Great. What's Kieran going to do? Kieran can do just, do, just do just do, do, do himself. He, Kieran, he, you just do you, mate. Yeah, he's just he'd be doing it anyway, even if he didn't set the challenge. <laughs> so yeah, let's do. Let's all go and do a Bedford. Uh, go out, get yourself a snack. Terry's chocolate orange, Cadbury's chocolate fingers, pot noodle, whatever you want. Yeah, I'll be things. going running for snacks uh, at some point over the weekend, no doubt. Yeah, I think I might do it on my seventy minutes easy at the end and come back. Yeah. So that is the Couch to Coach Challenge. So enter, get it onto Strava on the discussion. Put it on Instagram if you want to as well. Do a story, do a post on Instagram. Tag us in it. Let us know what you've gone for with a picture. And we will be picking the winner this time next week. Yeah, fabulous. Fabulous. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association, proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974.
do 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 five of the listeners do 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 five with the listeners. You've got to have a you've got to have a jingle. You've got to have a jingle. So I've already mentioned this one, but we have got a five with a listener this week, and this week's five with a listener is winners winner of the NSRRA Group L, so the ladies top division. Izzy Shaw. So let's have a listen to Izzy Shaw's. Question number one. What's your name, who, slash what club do you run for? Hi, Robin Ben. My name is Izzy Shaw and I run for Trenton Running Club. Question number two. What are your current running goals? So my current running goals are... Firstly, to get stronger at cross-country and to enjoy it as much as I do road racing because currently I really do not enjoy cross-country and if I'm honest, I find it much harder than road racing. Um, And then in terms of like time goals, um, my goals would be to get a sub-38 minute 10k and to get a sub-18 minute 5k. Question number three. How is your training going? How is my current training going? It's going well at the moment. So a few months ago, I started working with a coach. So I've been following a training plan. And it's been difficult trying to balance completing my master's degree with also working and training. Um, But now my master's is coming to an end. So it shouldn't be such a squeeze to fit training in so much. Um, I've also just finished my road racing for this year and there's only one cross-country race left to go. So I can really start to focus on a hard training block ready for next year's races. And this one, question number four, is a regular question we ask all of our guests. What are your current PBs at 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon? Moving on to my current PBs. So at the moment, I don't actually have an official 5K PB. So this is pending in the new year. Um, But for now, you'll just have to have my parkrun PB, which is 18.23. My 10K PB is 38.58. My half marathon PB is 1 hour 26.44. And my marathon PB is uh, not something I talk about very often because it, I've only ever done one marathon and I got injured in the training running up to it, but still decided very badly to do the marathon and it didn't end very well, really. Kind of had to walk some of it because I was in pain with my injury. Um, so I won't enlighten you with that PB. Question number five. What is your best tip you can give to someone about running, either starting running or just running in general? My best tip I could give to someone about running is to stay consistent, be patient, and then you'll see results. Oh, and also to find the enjoyment in running. And the last question is your chance to ask the listeners question. So what is your question and who is it for? 
finally, my listener's question is for both of you, Rob and Ben. And it is, next year, what races are you looking forward to taking part in the most and why? So there you go. She just wants to continue running uh, and her PBs are magnificent, although she didn't tell us about her marathon PB. Defy that and she'll get a marathon I mean, PB one day. If her, if her North Stas Roadrunner season's anything to go by, she's just mm. going from strength to strength. Oh, yeah, so massive, I yeah. think um, only a matter of time. Yeah. And, and really strong runner. And it was yeah. nice to hear, hear from her. Yeah, very much so, very much so. And I've asked her um, that, and she will come on the show. So we'll get her on the show as well as a guest. And we can ask her about her running um, and how she is progressing and what she wants to do in the future. Yeah. Uh, uh, any ambitions for her to do a marathon again? Um, she's only 22, so she's still young. So she's got plenty of time in front of her. So yeah. well done to Izzy. And the question is, which race are we looking forward to in next year and why go on i know your answer yeah mine um obviously we're both doing manchester marathon and i'm I'm looking forward to doing manchester marathon it's a marathon not the race i'm most looking forward to because to be honest i despise the marathon (laughs) I have to have a go at it um the race i'm most looking forward to next year um We've had a bit of extra added spice to this race now. <laughs> so it is, it was, it always would have been, but with the extra added spice, I'm looking forward to even that little bit more is Allsager 5. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do Allsager 5, enjoy the day, have a bit of competition, healthy competition, rematch with Kieran Bedford um, after he set the challenge. Um, and we'll, we'll turn up there and we'll have a good race. I mean, I'm, I'd like to. I'd like to do another big city half marathon towards mm. the end of the year, a bit like Manchester, maybe yeah. Manchester again, but not yeah. sure. But my focus, you know, is is largely on Manchester marathon, mm. and I feel that All Sager Five is a good race to complement that. Um, so we'll have that showdown with Kieran and enjoy the first race of the North Staff Road Runners season, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm. I've got a couple actually. I've got a couple of races that I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Potter's Off, as I always do. Um, <clears throat> Potter's Just Off last year. Maybe Potter's Off is the one I need to do because I said yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah, it's a good Go idea. On. It was really hot last year, so I'm looking forward to if it's not that hot again. I'd like to try and get close to my two hour, two hour under two hours. It's quite a difficult race to get under two hours, but if I could get close to two hours, I'd be really happy. Um, I'm looking forward to Manchester Marathon, as we've already spoke about, because it's the big race that we're going to be doing. Um, but there's, I'm looking forward to doing some North Stash Roadrunners as well that I haven't done. So thing places like not Knighton because I'm not doing Knighton next year, but like the the twenty milers um, because I've never done a twenty mile race before. Uh, I think there's one at South Cheshire. And I think they're doing one. Vela Runner are doing one as well next year within the North Stash Roadrunners. Yeah. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to doing them because they will be in my training block for Manchester as well, Manchester Marathon. Yeah. So there's a there's a few races that I'm looking forward to. Um, but them are my main ones, and just trying to trying to get a few more races in for North Stash Roadrunners next year. 
Yeah, I think that's a, definitely an aim for you. I think with the marathon at the start of the, at the start of the season kind of thing, we can use some of the faster races at the start of the season as a bit of a training yeah. emphasis for Manchester. Yeah. But then I think we can really sort of try and focus on that goal that we set you last year. Um, we sort of went off on the on a, a different course last year. The mm. aim was obviously to get you promoted, and I do genuinely believe we, if we'd have kept at it, that that probably would have happened. Mm. Um, so I think what we can do is to focus on Manchester, use the races between now and then as processes, and yeah. then once Manchester's out of the way, carry that hope hopefully that level of fitness that you've attained we can take that on towards the end of the season and this time next year we'll be talking about a bit of a promotion we'll see how we get on eh? yeah it's i think with the with the groups the groups are very hotly contended uh, and the group group f like i've already mentioned with Peter and james getting promotion as third spot that was a heatly heated content heatly content hotly contended um third spot so if it had been up there with them, it would have been good, but I don't think I probably could have done. They, they are very good runners. So this time yeah. next year, they'll be in Group E. I'll be in Group F. Don't know who's going to be in Group F. Barefoot Blades doing NSRRA this year. Oi, oi, that's oi, oi, be barefoot. Uh, so he'll be there next year. I'm not, not sure what group he'll be, he'll be in, but uh, there's quite a few other people. Julian Kettle's doing it as well. So I'm looking forward to North Stash Roadrunners again next year and starting yeah, off with All Sager, which is going to be a good race. And on that note... No. Oh. I've just thought, not on that note, I want to just drop this in. Um, I don't know if anybody is a fan of this podcast. This one or... Yeah. Are you a fan of this podcast, Rob? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. We've got some listeners. Yeah, The National Running Show have introduced for the first time their running awards. Oh, yeah. And one of the awards is the Podcast of the Year Award for the National Running Show. Yeah. Um, if you feel that we have entertained you this last 12 months and you have a bit of spare time on your hands, I think we're worthy of a nomination. Problem is, I've looked. What? The award ceremony is on the same day I get married. I can go. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, by the way, Laura, um, I do, by the way. I'm just going to go to the the, 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 the running I can show. Accept it on your behalf. <laughs> yeah. Look, if I have to, you know, look, let's get a nomination first. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get a nomination. Idea. If people but are, if think... people, genuinely, if people want to nominate us, that, I'd be happy for that to happen. Uh, I don't it's... think we should be sitting. I mean, we have entered a competition. We'll, yeah. We'll talk about that more later on down the line maybe but I don't think we want to necessarily blow our own trumpets too often so if somebody feels like they've got the time and we deserve a nomination we would quickly uh, you know receive that nomination as well Uh, it would mean a lot to us and you can do that through the National Running Show's uh, Instagram and Facebook pages yeah and on that note we won't blow our own trumpet much more now uh, because we're going to go and say see you all later I'm off to the shops for a pot noodle. See you all later.